when were the... What schools... Who decides what the next... Where's that story? Why they keep the loop? What is this? It's Curious City. Where WBEZ answers your questions... About Chicago, the region, and its people. I'm Mayor Benight, and I'm here to answer a question about bike laws. If you ride a bike, ask yourself, do you stop at every stop sign? How about every red light? If the answer is no to either of those, well, technically, you're breaking the law. But it's the more egregious behavior from cyclists, weaving through cars, cutting people off, running red lights despite oncoming traffic, which our questioner Ron Lowy sees often. I see a lot of bicycle riders, especially in the loop for some reason, almost hit pedestrians that are crossing with the green. That happens quite a bit. I get cut off by bicycles. One of my amazing things is bicycle riders riding in a bicycle lane in the wrong direction, no hands, text messaging, all of that. And and I'm not making that up. Okay, Ron is a taxi driver, most of whom are sworn enemies of cyclists. Except that Ron is a dedicated cyclist, too. He commutes by bike almost every day. But what he sees around him, at times, looks dangerous. So he wondered, how strictly do Chicago police enforce bike traffic laws? Do they enforce bicycle laws? I wouldn't know it. I've never seen it. Let's start with why finding an answer matters. Frankly, Chicago streets are unsafe. A 2014 report found that Illinois had the fifth highest number of bicyclist fatalities in the nation, a total of 29 in 2012, a steady increase from the previous two years. In Chicago, the number of fatalities is up significantly, totaling eight last year compared to three in 2013. Ron Burke is the executive director of the Active Transportation Alliance, an advocacy group for better biking, walking, and transit. He says while well over 90% of traffic injuries and fatalities are caused by motorists, bike behavior factors in too. So enforcement is important for every citizen who walks, drives, and bikes. We need to tone down this culture of risk-taking and recklessness and impatience that exists on our roads and that permeates every single mode of travel. It's not just bicycling. And one of the reasons that we continue to see this over-recklessness on our streets, I think, is the lack of enforcement, which brings us back to your question. You know, to what extent are cyclists getting tickets? Cyclists seem to agree with our questioner. It's low. John Facile, Curious City intern, spoke to a cyclist named Lily at a critical mass event for bikers. You could get a ticket? I didn't know that you could get a ticket. What do you think you could get a ticket for? Uh, Improper crossing, improper turning, running stop signs, running over people. At the same critical mass event, John did manage to find Michael Ulevich, who got a $70 ticket at the intersection of Addison and Clark Streets. And it's almost like a trophy. Well, according to the ticket, I, I've, I failed to... What, what exactly were the words? I, I failed to hear. Well, actually, you got it on you. I got it on me. I keep it on me as a reminder. Yeah. You got I, I, got, I, got, I got pulled over for speeding. The actual official ticket said a bunch of other stuff, like I was riding against the flow of traffic and disobeying red lights. And I was actually standing in front of the judge, and she was saying that, and then I was like... <laughs> Like, yeah, I was. Cyclists are being issued tickets. It's generally for those behaviors um, that are most dangerous. Again, Ron Burke at the Active Transportation Alliance. Riding fast on a sidewalk in a crowded pedestrian environment. Dumb. Really dumb. You know, 
blasting through an intersection, potentially, you know, hitting a pedestrian, something like that. That said, Burke says while cyclists tend to get a lot of flack, as a group, they're no worse than car drivers. Take the research of Professor Wesley Marshall from the University of Colorado, Denver. He surveyed 1,800 cyclists, motorists, and pedestrians about whether they broke traffic laws. He found that the rate of infraction for cyclists and motorists is virtually the same, 8 to 9% for drivers and 7 to 8% for cyclists. Given that, what does the city say about how it's enforcing bike laws? We don't have data for every kind of rule cyclists can break, but when it comes to tickets for riding on the sidewalk, city data show those are way up. In fact, between 2013 and 2014, sidewalk riding violations more than doubled to 4,467. In recent years, the Chicago Department of Transportation, or CDOT, and the Chicago Police have been conducting enforcement stakeouts. They crack down on risky behavior of bikes and cars in intersections with high crash rates. CDOT and the police are conducting more and more of these safety stakeouts. They've already hit a record this year, 126 stakeouts, with more than 2,000 warnings to bikers. It's important to have those enforcement actions, but ultimately we also need um, a day-to-day presence when it comes to enforcing traffic laws and traffic irresponsibility. And, And that doesn't exist as much as ideally it would. Here's something to consider. The city's ramping up bike enforcement at the same time that it's been encouraging biking. It's busy building better cycling infrastructure, including two-way bike lanes with their own traffic lights. It's also launched the bike-sharing program, Divi, and spread bike-borrowing stations across the city. Still, all this progress raises the question, if the city is investing so much money into better biking culture, shouldn't it be explicit and consistent about what type of behavior it expects from cyclists? Burke says yes, it should. But, he explains, there's also a natural evolution of better biking behavior as more cyclists take to the streets. You know, the pack mentality starts to go from maybe being influenced by those one or two people who are really rogue on their bikes to a situation where the norm is more in line with the average person. Who's going to ride more safely, right, and more uh, respectfully? And so you get more people on bikes, you actually start to get better behavior. And the data shows better biking infrastructure leads to more compliant riders. Just six months after the city built the two-way protected bike lanes on Dearborn, complete with their own traffic signals, compliance with traffic laws was up 161%, according to the city. Ron Lowy, our questioner, agrees with Burke that more bike infrastructure is good, but he thinks some cyclists will keep riding unsafely until the city takes a clear stand. Truthfully, people, I think, drive carelessly because they know they're not going to get fined for it. So the bottom line is you can't blame really anybody but the city of Chicago. Reporting this week came from me, Maribyrn Knight, and Curious City intern John Fasile. Curious City was founded by Jennifer Brandel, WBEZ Air, and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support comes from the Doris and Howard Conant Fund for Journalism. Curious City on WBEZ is supported by Audible.com, which has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Audible is offering Curious City listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. 
Just go to audiblepodcast.com slash Curious City and download a title and start listening on your iPhone, iPad, Kindle, Android device, Windows phone, or over 500 different MP3 devices. Audible suggests Curious City listeners may enjoy books about Chicago like There Are No Children Here or County, Life, Death, and Politics at Chicago's Public Hospital. That's at audiblepodcast.com slash Curious City. This architecture is us, right? It's, it's a reflection of us. I'm Jen Masongarb from the Chicago Architecture Foundation. We know Chicagoans are passionate about the city's architecture and have a lot of questions about it. Over the past year, WBEZ's Curious City and CAF have teamed up to answer some of the best, like these. What if the Great Chicago Fire never happened? Why does Chicago have so many two-flat buildings? Where did the street number system come from? We need even more of your questions. If we like yours, we could devote an entire story to it, like we did when we answered how Chicago got its street numbering system. Every town that came in under the expanding city limits, from Lakeview to Hyde Park, had its own system for naming and numbering its streets. It was chaos for new arrivals to the city, let alone people who made their living navigating Chicago. Have a question about the why, the what, or the how of Chicago's built environment? Head to wbez.org slash Curious City or call us at 888-798-7752. And thanks. Thanks.